Hello everybody, welcome to Boss Rush Games 1v1. Sitting in for the wonderful Celeste today is your host, Dan Murphy from Nintendo Pow Block. Today we have a very special episode where I'm interviewing the developer of Chesslock, Mr. Loxilis. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. So before that, we'll get into a quick housekeeping. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out 1v1 on Boss Rush Network. If you'd like to join our growing community, please check us out on Twitter at Boss Rush Network. And in our bio, you'll find the link for our Discord. 1v1 uploads every Friday on the Boss Rush Network podcast, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can find podcasts. And if you like 1v1 enough and want to check out some other shows, check us out at www.bossrushgames.com, where you can find all of our network of shows and some great articles to read. Hope to see you there. All right. So, uh, Loxless, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, well, let's see. I have been a gamer my entire life. Uh, I remember when I was just a boy, uh, parents came home with a regular Nintendo Entertainment System with the uh, Super Mario and Duck Hunt combo. It came with that uh, zapper gun, if you remember that. But um, I started playing that, and I haven't stopped gaming since. Um, I play a lot of RPGs. Uh, I'm also a streamer on Twitch, and I stream RPGs. Um, my day job, I do uh, network management for telecommunications. I have a seven-month-old baby boy, and I'm the developer of Chesslock. You know, we're here to talk about Chesslock. This is your game. This is your brainchild. It's um, it's a game I found on Steam, and I was really impressed by it. Um, where it's it's a game that you know it was really unique to me, and it felt like it should have been something that was made before. But can you kind of go into it just a little bit? Uh, tell us tell us about Chesslock, what it is, the basics, and um, you know, tell us everything we need to know. Yeah, so Chesslock is chess with RPG elements. So your pieces gain experience points, level ups, new abilities to unlock and upgrade, and it's played across a 50 mission campaign where every match has uniquely placed pieces. So if, if you think about chess, the game starts the same way every time, right? Your chess pieces start in the same position. Well, in Chesslock, as you progress through the campaign, every mission is going to be uniquely placed pieces. So maybe your king and queen start on the corners of the side of the board. Maybe your knights start on the third row. Maybe you only have four pawns to use. And maybe there's a wall, which is a new obstacle, which blocks movements wherever um, it is. So these are just new obstacles that you're going to have to maneuver around. And since every game is different, you have to come up with new strategies. You have to figure out how to win. And it's a different game every time. So basically, so basically, it's like, you're going to play around a chess each each match, correct? 
Yeah, so it uses the the normal chess movements. Bishops move diagonally, and you know your knights move in the L shape. So all that is normal. But there are new abilities that you can unlock and upgrade to help you win games. Like some are offensive, some are defensive, some are utility. And what's really cool too is like it's not it's not the same amount of set pieces that like a regular chess match has, correct? Like you right. could have a few less pawns or do you, right. are there even extra um, pieces sometimes in matches? Like you could have four knights or something. Um, so once you beat the campaign, which is 50 missions, it unlocks something called the dungeon. And I was thinking an RPG, it's good to have a really hard end game dungeon for a new challenge. And your opponent is going to be very unfair. They're going to have more pieces than you. They're going to be um, better positioned. Um, they're going to have a, an advantage uh, in their positions. You're going to be outnumbered. Um, they're going to have some more abilities to use against you. But the regular campaign, it's even on both sides of the board, right? So y you and your opponent are going to have uh, the same uh, opportunities, Right. And you had mentioned as well, like, you know, each piece has kind of its way to level up or get unique abilities. Um, so how, how, how do we do that? Like, there's experience points, correct? Yeah. So how do you earn those? Right. So, well, if you play a, a video game, like an RPG video game, and you have a battle, and after the battle... There might be maybe a, a, another screen that tallies up how much experience points you earned, right? Well, in chess lock, you get experience points for the number of enemy pieces you capture and other various achievements. So, um, the as you progress the campaign, all those experience points carry over to the next match. So you can grow your pieces, upgrade their abilities to be more powerful um, the next match. Okay, okay. Do you have any kind of, um, do you have any favorite up abilities or upgrade? I, I have a few, so I'll let you go first. <laughs> yeah, well, I think a lot of people see the uh, Bishop Revive ability as it's very useful. Yep. It's also more expensive. Uh, the Bishop, I tried to make it more like a, a cleric or a healer or a white mage type. There are no health points in chess, chess lock, but um, the Bishop has a revive and it's very useful. Yeah, exactly. And it like one of my strategies with it is I get so aggressive with the queen at the beginning just because yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. You know, one of the uh, queen's abilities is to actually appoint a pawn, um, right. which just changes them into a bishop. So, yep. so I'll already have a bishop on hand and I'll get real aggressive with that queen because yeah. I know like I'll, I'll get that queen back and you can kind of strategically place it because there's two ways to win. You can either wipe out the board or there's a chair that you sit in for two turns. There is a throne. Yes, a throne. that is right. So, <laughs> so one uh, something that's pretty different is the kings. Wherever they're placed, the kings always start on a throne, and the object of the game, instead of checkmating 
the king, you have to land on the enemy throne and stay there for one turn. That gives your opponent a chance to do something about it. So it's kind of similar to check, right? If you put the king in check, then they have to, you know, get out of it. Well, if you land on the throne or if the enemy lands on your throne, there's one more turn. Maybe you can, maybe there's a move you can make. Maybe there's uh, a sneaky ability that you can use to help you um, win the game. Yeah, and that also kind of brings on the strategy of kind of defending your throne, too. Right, And, yeah. like, how you're going to place some pieces around it, as well as, like, knowing what your abilities are, and maybe that can help with your defense. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, a very underrated um, ability for any characters or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, again, the bishop has this ability called Repel, and it can actually push some of the enemy pieces away. So if if there's an enemy and he's landing on your throne or too close to your throne, or just is about to capture one of your pieces, you can use this repel ability and it'll pu- you can push that enemy back to the other side of the board. And it's a good defense, but it can also be used offensively you can put push them back to the other side of the board maybe your rook or your queen is lined up with that square that you push them back to and then you can take you can capture that piece that's awesome that is awesome um i mean i've been playing this game i i think i downloaded it in the beginning of april i've been playing this game a lot it's really fun but it's very very difficult too like once you start (laughs) getting towards the later campaigns i think i'm on or later in the campaign, I think I'm on level 36 or so. Oh, wow. Wow. Great. Yeah. So, you know, I'm getting there, but I, you know, I love having the achievement board and really like yeah. trying to go for these achievements over and over and getting those experience points. But, yep. um, you know, learning, learning how to use the abilities is kind of like a game within itself right. as well. Um, so, are are there's so this is a single player game there's no two player or anything like that yet it's multiplayer is in the works multiplayer is in the works yes awesome yeah like, i i have the screens uh ready i have how it's all going to function and um testing is going to be later this month awesome how's yep. this going to play out so you are going to Start the campaign or select a map, select a mission that you and your opponent agree on, and you can play it that way. Um, There's going to be a a map preview now, Um, so you can just, you can scroll through. Oh, you know, I really like how this one is, uh, the, the pieces are placed in this one and the walls are over here. This one looks really neat. So you can play, um, a single map or you can play through the whole campaign. You both start at level zero mm-hmm. and you will grow as you play the campaign. So I don't want someone to be too overpowered and playing against, you know, if, if there's a level 50 player playing against a level 10 player, well, that's not going to work, right? So you, you would both start with the same amount of XP and then you choose which abilities you want to unlock and upgrade. And then you can play through the campaign together. That is so cool. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited for that. So me too. That, that, that's awesome. I can't wait. So Cheslock, 
it debuted when? Uh, March 4th, 2021. So just two okay. months ago. It's only been wow. out two months. Still a baby, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so are, are there any other development uh, things going on in the background for Chesslock? Or... Yeah, well, there's there are definitely plans. One, the most requested thing is multiplayer. And in fact, th- there have been a few YouTube videos doing a review and uh, the, it, it's, it, they're, they're positive reviews, but they take a point off because there's no multiplayer. Wow. And so that, that's definitely going in. Um, um, I would love to expand to iOS and Android. I think this would be great on a, on a tablet or even on a phone. Um, I would like to localize to other languages um, and just bring more people to playing the game. Yeah, that I mean, the multiplayer, I think it'll be a big deal because for someone, <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm not that good at chess and I love RPGs. <laughs> so this is like yeah. such a nice balance for me. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, were you a big chess player growing up? Like, so, I mean, walk me through this. How did you come up with this? I was playing a lot of RPGs and I was playing a lot of chess. Yeah. And about 10 years ago, I just thought, man, it would be so cool if your chess pieces could get level ups like in an RPG. And I just thought like, man, someone should make that. <laughs> and then I just I started planning. I put it on paper and I put it on spreadsheets and I made some prototypes. I played around with the size of the board. It was a really big board. And then another one had different shapes. And then I wanted this randomness uh, uh, factor to it. And so I used a random number generator. Um, and then on the eight by eight grid, um, whatever number it hit, I would put a, uh, uh, a wall on that square. And that means that you cannot pass over that square or land on that square. And that, that spawned the idea of the, uh, wall, which is the rook's ability. Um, the rook can, place a wall and it can block your your movements or it can protect your allies um but then there's also the wall that maybe maybe mission 12 has you know four walls and they're just squares that you cannot land and cannot pass through and it just adds a new obstacle mm-hmm. um so yeah i was i was playing a lot of chess playing a lot of rpgs and i thought man there should be a chess rpg and there wasn't one and so i just started making it and um here we are <laughs> <laughs> well i guess i guess there's more to it as well uh beyond the idea of it so yeah. you have an idea you come up with a good idea but how do you make it happen yeah okay so i got as far as i could on paper mm-hmm. and testing it as as best as i could and one day I thought, okay, you know what? I, I, I can either sit here and, and, you know, not bring it to life or I can actually try to do something. But, um, but I had never made a game before. I just knew I had a really cool idea. So I called uh, three different game making studios or app development studios and they all gave me a quote of about $35,000. Oh my God, really? And... And yeah, and my dream was kind of like shut down. <laughs> I, I I had just gotten married. 
I had just bought a house oh. and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot spend $35,000. And you know, my, my, my dream was just crushed right there. And, um, I just thought about it for a few days and I was like, you know what? I have something really fun here. It's unique. It's fun. It's cool. It's challenging. H- how can I do this? And so I went onto fiverr.com, which is, uh, freelance, um, freelancers and it's thousands of artists and composers and programmers and uh any job that that you can think of and they have all their portfolios and examples of their work and so i i needed three things one i needed an artist and then i needed a composer and then i needed a programmer so I went through hundreds of artists, and I, I found I found a guy I, I really liked his style, um, and I said, "Hey, uh, can you?" Oh, so the important thing about Fiverr is that since there's so many freelancers, you're going to find someone that is in your price range, mm-hmm. right? That's the most important thing. It's got to be in my price range. It's got to have you know the quality, and they have to be able to do the job. And so I found this artist. And, um, hey, I, I really like your style. He had the, he already did some medieval, uh, uh, work. And so I said, Hey, can you make a, a knight? And he's riding on a horse and he's jousting and he's kind of coming. He's like coming at the, the viewpoint, um, um, and w- with his lance and he's jousting. So he says, uh, yeah, sure. So he made that. And that is the knight's joust ability artwork. And, um, and in fact, I use it on, on, it's actually box art for um, uh, not YouTube. Uh, anyway, so he made the Knights Joust artwork, and I said, "I love this. I have twenty-five more. I need you to do. Can we work out something?" Since I had this bulk order, and so he gave me a a, a very f- fair, a, a good deal, um, and so he knocked out twenty-five more pieces of artwork. Um, and then I went to, I found a composer and I said, Hey, I really like your sound. You know, I need something. Um, I need like five tracks. Um, it's game music. And I said, okay, uh, uh, chess. Okay. So classical piano. And I said, no, 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 no. I need something with some bump, something that, uh, doesn't make the player go to sleep. And so he had these uh, five tracks. That's the tracks when you're playing the game, when you're in the menu. I always listen to the chill music when I play the yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and so he did it that way. And you know, it's it's what I could afford. Okay. And then the pro- the programmer was the the, the hardest one. Um, I, I found a, a re- really good programmer, and. Um, we talked about price and I thought, Oh my gosh, programmer is going to be the most expensive. It's how much is it going to be? I just, I have to know how much is it going to be? And then he, he says, let's do this in phases little by little. And he, we would work in phases, um, part time over the span of 12 months. And I, I would just pay him in, you know, small increments over 12 months and that's how I did it. I could not do 35,000 up front. Right. But I did about a third of that over 12 months. Right, right. And that's how I made this game. 
Wow. So do you know what, um, what program your um, developer used? Yes, it's Unity. Okay. Yeah, Unity seems to be somewhat you know, user-friendly. Did you, mm-hmm. did you attempt to try to do this on your own at any point or were you like, this yes. is just beyond me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have, uh, I got some programming books. Um, I, I, I bought this online unity course. Um, I looked at YouTube videos and I, I gave it a shot and you know what? I, I realized I can either take the several years learning how to do this and then even more years actually perfecting it to be actually good at it Mm -hmm. or i can you know find someone else who's already good at unity programming and do it that way so that's what i did right because i you know at that point too it's like it's pretty much a full-time job developing a game (laughs) and with everything else you have going on you know you just said you had bought a house just got married yeah you know it's it's a lot to put in there but you know i'm sure that gives a little hope to some listeners that are saying yeah man (laughs) i really want to develop a game but i just don't know how to (laughs) right exactly um so that's cool like do you ever you know, do you see yourself developing more games? Do you have ideas behind you? Like, is this something you'd do again? Yeah, I, I, I would absolutely love to make uh, more games. I think about ideas for games all the time, and I, I put them down on paper. Um, um, I'm still working on, you know, promoting chess lock. Like I said, I'm working on um, implementing multiplayer. So it's going to be my focus for, you know, the next... Uh, uh, several months, right. but uh, yeah, I would absolutely love to make more games. That that's that's the dream. And you're not part of any studio or anything. You're just doing it on right. your own as well, right? The, right. When you go to the Steam page, it just has my name. It asked me, "What's the name of your studio? What's the name of your company?" And I I I, I don't have one. It's just me. <laughs> so it just says mine. It says Taylor Loxalis Hatton. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, I mean, so since you're on your own, you're not paired with any studios or any help like that. How how has the marketing been for you? Um, yeah. So, I I haven't paid any money for advertising, mm-hmm. and right now it's all been word of mouth. Um, I wanted to release the game, and I I I really wanted to get some initial feedback before there's any big marketing um so i got some feedback and i and i realized i have got to get multiplayer in asap Mm -hmm. so working on that um i did reach out to probably the top 10 biggest chess streamers on twitch and i sent them a steam key so they can play the game for free and i'm still waiting for one of them to accept the challenge of chess lock okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean i it, it, it's kind of niche too. Like I, I feel like chess streamers just want to play chess. Exactly. <laughs> right? And yeah. even though yep. you're moving pieces and you have a chess board, this is not necessarily chess, correct? Like it, right. I feel like it's more of an RPG than it is chess in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, in fact, I heard back from a really big chess streamer on Twitch. One of the biggest ones. Uh, he got back to me, about 20 minutes before 
this interview. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, my mind was blown. And he just uh, he said that he's focused on chess and not so interested in chess variants. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's not really his thing. So uh, oh, that's too I don't bad. Know. I'm still looking. I, I need someone else to step up to the challenge. And you know, I think that'd be great. Yeah, maybe some good RPG streamers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So. You know, with it being out for a month and you kind of, or two months now, and you doing all the advertising yourself, um, how, like, how's it going? How How's the start been for you? Yeah, it, it's it, it's been really well. You know, in at the beginning of April, I had a really big uh, YouTuber uh, find my game, and he played it, and he made a forty minute video, and that was huge. Awesome! And so that that got that got a lot of eyes on the game, and um, um, yeah, I actually reached out to a lot of YouTubers and streamers and RPG players, indie game players, and sent a, a free Steam key, and um, you know, a, a lot of them, a lot of them, uh, checked out the game, played the game, and left a good review, and um, yeah, I'm just looking for more eyes on it, um. But uh, I, I, I still feel really good about it. It's still really new. And like I said, I, I think once multiplayer hits, it's going to bring a lot more people. Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, I, I really love the game. I want to see more success with it. So I hope Thanks. I hope some of these marketing tactics really help out with you. Um, so... When it comes to like the development and like all the marketing and everything, did you find any like strengths or weaknesses in your in what you were doing and what what did you really learn out of this that you weren't expecting? Um I wasn't um I think what I should have done was done a Kickstarter or GoFundMe mm. because uh I saw there were some other chess variant makers that are trying to make you know uh, a, a different way how to play chess and they did a kickstarter and they raised fifteen thousand dollars in like a month oh, and wow. and i thought gosh you know and it it gets a lot more eyes on that the game is in development mm-hmm. and you know you have your funding right there and i didn't do that because i had no idea if this game was ever going to come out and i just i i if i used you know other people's money i just i i didn't know what i could promise i didn't know what was possible and so um but yeah looking back i should have done a kickstarter or gofundme and uh done it that way yeah that's that's kind of intimidating too <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, when a lot of people are donating money and they're, um, you know, like you said, you you just have to really follow through with everything. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Man, that I, I that's that's a good idea. I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to tell us about Chesslock before you move on? Just a little bit about you. Um. Yeah. So I I said it before multiplayer is in the is in the works um we're looking at uh testing multiplayer later this month i want to expand to ios and android localize in other languages um i want to bring more people to the game 
Um, I even had the idea of like an esports thing. Oh wow! And so, but uh, I mean, that's that would be a bit later down the line. So uh, I I I I really think this this could be really big. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. Uh, tell us where you can find Chesslock. Yes, Chesslock is available on Steam for Windows PC. Just look up Chesslock. That is chess, one word. L O C K E Chesslock. And how much is it? It is six ninety nine US dollars. Awesome. Awesome. A very fair price for how yeah, much time thanks. I've put into that game. I've <laughs> I've been playing it a lot. So I travel a lot for work. And uh-huh. when I go on a plane, like it's been kind of my like relax and <laughs> play game. Nice. It's it's been nice. It's really been um it's so unique it's just something i've never tried before so i've been so happy playing this game um so for 6.99 yeah i can't really see a better deal than that but you know you said you came up with this because you were playing a lot of rpgs like (laughs) i'm an rpg junkie like i am still trying to chase that dragon of final fantasy 7 from 25 years ago oh yeah uh what what do you play what what was your go-to when you were coming up with chesslock uh, it was Final Fantasy Tactics. Yes. And if you think about tactics, it's it's played on a grid. Mm-hmm. You move your units across the you know squares on the grid to better, uh, uh, more advantageous positions, and they have unique abilities. And that's and at the end of the. Um, you know, match, you have your experience points that carry over at, as you progress through the game. And that's how I made chess lock. It's chess with RPG elements, experience points, level ups, new abilities you can unlock and upgrade. And all the, the matches are unique and different. And that's, yeah, that that's pretty. Yeah. I can see that. And on top of that, you have your campaign and then you have your post game dungeon, just like, Final Fantasy right. Tactics had. Remember yeah. that dungeon that was like, yeah. what, 13 the dark stories tall or something like that? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I never played the um, any of the other Tactics games. Did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, I kind of missed out on... It was on Game Boy Advance, I believe. Right. Um, yeah, there was Advance 2 or something like that. No, I, I never got into that one. Uh, but I like... I, I love the Final Fantasy series. I've... I kind of fell off a little bit. I didn't love 13. I didn't love 15 that much. So I'm hoping 16 brings me back. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, 15, it, it just, I don't know what it was. <laughs> like, uh, I, I felt like it didn't have the depth other battle systems had. I didn't, I didn't love the characters as much as other people did. I don't know. Um, what, what RPG are you streaming now? Let's see. I just beat Outriders. Oh, wow. which is which is a it's it's published by uh, Square Enix, who makes Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a looter shooter RPG, and you you pick one of your classes. Like there's a tank class, there's a pyromancer class, uh, technomancer, which does uses like gadgets, and then um, uh, kind of a rogue trickster type class. But so you have these four different classes you can choose from. You get experience points and level ups, and then you get your gear pieces, and then you have these abilities that you get to choose from. So it's uh, it's a shooter RPG, and it was pretty fun. I just beat that a couple nights ago. It was a pretty good game. Oh, nice. What what system is that on? 
I played it for PC. I think it's also on Xbox. It's yeah. Yeah, I I haven't delved into the PC gaming yet. Um I heard that was good and I think I I've been trying to get a PlayStation 5 for a long time. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I cannot find one, but Returnal looks sweet and um yeah. Uh what was that other one? It's that kind of like action RPG that just came out. Near near Auto Mana or something. Oh yeah, or near, near Replicant, Replicant. Just, came, just came out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do you stream every night? No. Um, well, with the uh, wife and baby and uh, trying to uh, work on Chesslock, uh, you know, promoting Chesslock and stuff, uh, I, I'm not able to stream every night. I stream a couple a couple times a week, maybe two or three times a week. Um, it's different times, different days. It's whenever I can, really. Okay. And um, I'm actually thinking about the next game that I'm going to stream, and I think it's going to be one of the older Final Fantasy games. Uh, on my Twitch channel, I, I have a list of all the RPGs that I completed, and I have the RPGs that are on my backlog. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I have some of the uh, viewers help me decide what the next game is, which I need to decide... Uh, Probably within the next day or two here, because because I, ju- I just beat I just beat Outriders, so I I need to go back to um you know my retro RPG roots. Um, I have a few Final Fantasy games on the backlog, so it might be one of those. Nice. Which ones are on the backlog? Final Fantasy two, Final Fantasy three, and Final Fantasy thirteen. Okay. And those those three games got bad. You know, they, they, they get a, a a bad rap for some reason. I know 13, people say it's too linear. Um, Final Fantasy 2, people complain about the battle system. And I just heard Final Fantasy 3 is kind of boring. And they've been, <laughs> they've, they've been on my backlog. But I said, you know what? I want to see why people don't really care for these three Final Fantasy games. So um, I, 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 might, I might do one of those. Yeah, 13... 13- I think the linearity wasn't even its biggest issue. I, for me, like it's a game where you actually learn the story through reading scripts that you find in the game versus learning the story through gameplay, like Final Fantasy Ten, Nine, Eight, mm-hmm. like those kind of games. Yeah, um, and the battle system is, you know, it, they really took a chance with something interesting on it (laughs) so Mm. it's pretty polarizing if you like it or not i actually final fantasy 3 i actually really enjoyed um okay and then two you know it's the same thing as saga frontier was with me where the leveling up in the battle system just it never clicked with me so i never really got into it but yeah you know i feel like if you're a final fantasy person you have to oh, yeah. play them all. <laughs> you have oh, to yeah. Yeah. It. I No, if you go to my Twitch channel, look at my information, and I have the list of RPGs I completed, and I have about 12 Final Fantasy games on there. Oh, that's So awesome. it's just Final Fantasy, yeah, let's see, 1, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15, Tactics. Those are the ones that I've, I've completed so far. And they're only RPGs. Not uh, like Dirge of Cerberus. I don't count that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Th- yeah. That was the Vincent Valentine shooter game. So I, I didn't. I, be- I beat that, but uh, I'm not counting that. And I don't know if you can see behind me. Uh, let me. Oh, let is me that Sephiroth? Light. Yeah, it's Cloud versus Sephiroth. Oh, that is so cool. With the uh, the moon. Oh, and over here, that's a cactuar. <laughs> yep, I saw him. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. 
I love that. Yeah. Um, man, what was I going to ask you? <laughs> oh, so are you playing, do you stream uh, PC games mostly or? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I have, um, I have a, a PS2. Okay. A, P- a PS4, a Nintendo Switch, and a PC. Okay. So I I have a PlayStation 4 and I have a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Do you have any kind of like hidden gem JRPGs or RPGs that you could recommend to me? Because I am like desperately looking right now. Yeah. Okay. If you, if you have a Switch, I totally recommend Octopath Traveler. Yeah, that was a really good game. Okay, so so you did play that, yeah. yeah. So it 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 has that uh, retro look, like a Final Fantasy VI retro look, but it has the uh, the genre is called, I think it's called HD two D, right? Where it looks two dimensional, but it has the advanced particle effects graphics and things like the that. The artwork is beautiful in that game. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the soundtrack, I absolutely loved it. Hey, did you play Project Triangle Strategy? I did. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, <laughs> hang on. Hey, let me uh, l- let me take a look at my at my list here. What what do I have completed? What else did I have? Uh, Mario Rabbids was really really good on Switch. Which one? M- Mario Rabbids Kingdom. I don't know that one. It's it's basically it's a Final Fantasy Tactics strategy RPG, except it's Mario Rabbids and guns. huh it's always on sale for like 15 bucks you should really give it a go if you haven't tried it okay did you play dragon quest 11 i did and i never finished it it i put in about i I think i clocked 150 hours wow and i i loved it it's a great game i recommend it i was kind of ready for it to be done (laughs) (laughs) i mean when like i it was 150 hours now there are more things to do when you beat the game there are more things that you can do and i was doing all the quests and all the you know crafting stuff yeah but i was yeah i was ready for it to be uh done though um yeah i have a lot of retro games on my rpg list oh you know what i bought the other night pokemon snap oh how's that going it's going well i got it uh i wanted the game uh to play with my wife and uh, she likes really cute things yeah and so, um, you know, the, the new Pokemon Snap is great. I played the original from 1999 on the Nintendo 64, and it was actually a really good game. It was so different. I mean, you're so used to, when, when it comes to Pokemon, you're, you're so used to battling, right? Right. Right? You battle other Pokemon, collect, capture other Pokemon. There's zero battling in this game. Right. And you're just a photographer on a on a moving track that you cannot control and you just you're looking left you're looking right you're looking up and then you can eventually interact with the environment and their pokemon everywhere <laughs> and you take photos of them it's it like it when i when i say it it sounds kind of dull but it's actually really well done it's really fun <laughs> yeah i heard it's like a really cool relaxing experience yeah yeah it is that's cool. I I've been on the fence about it. Um, you know, I I do a I do a podcast every Monday night called Nintendo Power Block, and mm. for the listeners, 
uh, listening to this on podcast. We're recording this on a Monday night, but I skipped out on tonight's episode because they're talking all about Pokemon Snap and I haven't bought it yet. Ah, <laughs> so, oh, okay. um, you know, I'm actually going to listen to my co-hosts and base it off of them, but I'm sure they're just going to, you know, gush all over it tonight. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else you want to tell us about yourself or tell us about Chesslock or game development? Um, yeah. Um, so it's if you want the latest news, I suggest joining the Discord channel. Uh, Chesslock is on Discord. It has the latest announcements. Um, I give sneak, sneak peeks of everything that I'm working on. I've, I've shown the um, the multiplayer screens that are in development, so you get a taste of what it's going to be like. And um, I give tips on, uh, you know, how to play the game. And it's just it's people talking about Chesslock. So join the Chesslock Discord. Now, how do I find the Chesslock Discord? Yeah, so just go to um, the, either your Discord app or the Discord, um, you know, page, and then just type in Chesslock, C H E S S L O C K E and join awesome and where can we find you um i'm on i'm very active on twitter um on twitter and twitch i'm at loxalus how do you spell that l-o-x-x-u-l-u-s awesome um so you can find me on Twitter at DCDM99. Uh, check us out at bossrushnetwork.com. I also wrote an article on Chesslock, so check that out at www.bossrushgames.com. And let us know what you think about the interview or if you played Chesslock in the comments section on Twitter or leave us a review on 1v1. We'd love to hear back from you. So, Taylor, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you t- for yeah. you know telling us all about Chesslock. I really love the game, and I really, really hope you have great success with it. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a good night. <laughs>